put down the remote, and pick up a book. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, you want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The Voice Sam Player does exactly that. Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoicesam and receive three months of Voice Sam for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoicesam. The Veopreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original everyday Veopreneur. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Everyday Veopreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. You know, there are so many amazing resources out there that can teach you to become a better voice actor, and that is absolutely essential. You have to get the voiceover thing down. But there aren't as many resources out there that are going to teach you how to run a business. Voice actor, entrepreneur, veopreneur. And that is what this podcast is all about. This next episode that we're going to do today, I'm so excited about this one. And honestly, I could probably turn this into about eight episodes without too much effort. What we're talking about today is books. Book recommendations by everyday VOpreneurs for everyday VOpreneurs. Because honestly, this is one of the easiest ways to shift the entire direction of your voiceover business by picking up a book. You know, people talk about not being able to do coaching because they don't have enough money, or they talk about not being able to take training programs because they don't have enough money. Every single time I release the voiceover marketing playbook, I get two dozen letters from folks who really want to get into the course. They really want the playbook, but they don't have the funds for it. And one of the things that I will always direct people to is books, because guess what? You can still go to the library for free. You can get an entire education just by checking out books from the library and spending an hour or two every day sitting down and reading them. This is literally what built my business. I never used to be that much of a reader. All the way through high school, in fact, I was the guy that did book reports on movies. And if you don't believe me, I probably still have them somewhere. Like, I found out who wrote the book version of Dick Tracy and... Then I did a book report on the Dick Tracy movie, and I found out who wrote the book version of Back to the Future, and I went and did a book report on Back to the Future. Like, this was my life. I was not a reader. But there came a point, and I'm not even entirely sure when it was, but I'm guessing probably like 2008, 2009, 2010, somewhere in there, where I decided that I needed to start reading. And one of the reasons for that was because when I first moved into my apartment after my divorce, I did not have a TV. I did not have cable. I had nothing. So after work, I would come home and I would sit in an apartment that had no furniture and I would start reading because I didn't know what else to do. And over time, I truly developed a love for books and for the education that I was getting as a result of it because I also didn't go to college. I barely graduated from high school, and then I started working in radio. And so there was a lot that I didn't know, and I didn't know how else I was going to figure it out than by finding books on the subjects that I was interested in and being able to 
take that education and learn. And ultimately, I was able to leverage that into my voiceover business and then into my coaching business. So the vast majority of what I know, the vast majority of what I teach, the vast majority of what I do in my business and even in my life, it was all learned mostly from books. That's why you'll constantly see me tweeting about it, posting on Facebook about it, always trying to encourage people, pick up a book. There is so much good information out there. It's unreal the education that you can get just by picking up a book. And so in this episode, I'm going to make some recommendations and I've got some great recommendations from some everyday VOpreneurs just like you as well. My first recommendation, though, isn't a specific book, but rather a genre of books. I encourage everybody to spend some time reading biographies of brilliant entrepreneurs. This has become one of my favorite types of books to read, and I've read dozens of them. And there are a couple of reasons for it. First and foremost, I really enjoy the story. I really enjoy getting to know these people on a, on a more personal level and just understanding the story that is them and how they became who they are and what led to all of that. But in the midst of all of that story, you also get an education because you draw so many lessons from the way these people live, the way they conduct business the nuggets of wisdom that they are dropping throughout the book. And so this is why it's become one of my favorite things. I mean, we're VOpreneurs, right? And so if I want to be a better VOpreneur, who better to learn from than from entrepreneurs who have come before me who are incredibly successful? And so I have a list that I've made of some of my favorite biographies of entrepreneurs that I've read. Probably these ones have been in about the last two or three years that I've read some of these ones. First and foremost, it's at the top of just about everybody's list, is Steve Jobs by Walter Isaacson. Regardless of what you feel about Apple, and I happen to be an Apple fanboy, but even if you're not, there are tons of lessons that you can learn about life and business from Steve Jobs. And I think it's probably safe to say some lessons on what to do and what not to do as well. But Steve Jobs by Walter Isaacson, brilliant. One of my favorite things growing up when I was a kid was watching The Muppet Show. And so when I picked up Jim Henson's biography by Brian J. Jones, I fell in love with that one immediately. Jim was a fascinating guy. And I learned so many things because I'll tell you what, you, you get this, this image of Jim based on the Muppets as they existed, you know, through the 80s and 90s and in that time frame. And then you get to know Jim a little bit better through the book and you realize that he was a He's a pretty extraordinary guy and not entirely like the way that he was always represented through the Muppets. Fascinating story and a brilliant example of a guy who came from nothing and created something spectacular. So that is another one of my favorites. One of the most inspiring entrepreneurs in our generation right now, Elon Musk. So many things that you can learn from that guy. So many different companies that he started, so many different things that he's got his hand in, and he does awesome at all of them, which is even more fascinating. So Elon Musk, Tesla, SpaceX, and the quest for a fantastic future by Ashley Vance, I consider that one to be an absolute must read because that is somebody that is relevant in today's day and age and learning how he has built a car company, how he has sent rockets to the moon and how he's now developing with Solar City, working on all kinds of solar projects. Like, it's just, the guy does everything, and he does it so well. And 
somehow he still manages to keep it all together. And there are a lot of lessons that you can learn from that one. The one that I finished most recently, and I finished this one probably about two or three weeks ago, was Andrew Carnegie by David Nassau. It's like an 800-page book. And I learned a ton of stuff about Carnegie that I didn't know. Everybody thought that he was just a steel guy. That's what everybody knew. But that was actually a very, very small portion of his life. That's where his fortune was made. But that was only a very small portion of the man who was Andrew Carnegie. And I had no idea what an influential person he was in the day and age that he lived in. Audiences on a consistent basis with presidents and heads of state and royalty and and everybody just seeking this guy's advice. And then obviously what he did as an entrepreneur starting a company and then his philanthropy after he retired, I found all very fascinating and very inspiring and learned a lot of lessons from him. And actually, he's part of the inspiration for this particular podcast, because one of the things with Andrew Carnegie was that rather than giving, you know, big wage bumps to employees when he was running his steel factories, one of the things that he would do was build libraries and reading rooms in his steel factories. And the reason for that was because he felt like men who were well-read became better employees, better community members, and ultimately created a better class of citizen. And I happen to agree with that thought process. And so in reading that and being inspired by that, it's part of what led me to do this particular episode. So Andrew Carnegie by David Nassau. And then to follow that one up, uh, Titan, John D. Rockefeller Sr. by Ron Chernow, another brilliant one. Two guys that existed at the same time that came from nothing, that built empires, that became two of the most richest men in the history of the world. And let me tell you something, there are lessons that you can learn from both of those guys. And then the final one that I want to recommend in the biography category is called The Everything Store by Brad Stone. And it's all about Jeff Bezos and the creation of Amazon. I mean, we're talking about a billion dollar company. It is literally like the most valuable company on the face of the planet right now. And there are lessons absolutely that you can learn from that. And it's fascinating to find out how Jeff, again, built it from nothing. So if you want to be inspired as an entrepreneur, read great stories of the entrepreneurs who came before you. So those are some of the recommendations that I have in the category of biographies of brilliant entrepreneurs. Now I want to share the first recommendation that came from an everyday VOpreneur that was posted in the Facebook group. Mike DeRoche talks about the compound effect. So recently, I've been trying to read a lot more books uh, that will help me grow. So business books, leadership books, uh, marketing books, whatever it might be. And in this, I came across a book by a gentleman named Darren Hardy called The Compound Effect. And honestly, it's changed my approach to life, my business, to sort of everything. Now, by Darren's own words, this isn't a quick fix system. It's not a get rich quick overnight type thing. It's really about developing habits that you can implement into your life daily to make change. Now, the underlying principle to this is really quite simple. It's about how small choices, applied consistently over time, delivers massive results. Now, this sounds all nice and good. So, to look at a real-world example in the voiceover world in marketing, it would go like this. Let's say you set a business goal of reaching out to a 1,000 leads from where you are with zero right now. Without a plan, you'd probably rush through for a few days, reach out to as many people as you can, give up from exhaustion, And eventually, when it came time to follow up, you wouldn't be able to because you'd have reached out to too many people in too short of a time span. Now, however, if instead you set a goal of reaching out to five leads a day and you repeated that five days a week, 
After one week, you'd have 25 leads. Doesn't sound like much. After a month, you'd have 100 leads. Still not, you know, impressive. But in one year, you'd have 1,300 leads that you'd have reached out to. And more importantly, the slow marathon pace allows you to follow up properly with each lead that you've gone and reached out to, which means you wouldn't have wasted all of that initial effort. Although I've never read The Compound Effect, I feel like I need to because part of what Mike was talking about and what the book teaches is part of what I teach in my coaching and through the voiceover marketing playbook as well. And it's the idea of taking big goals and breaking them down into smaller, easier to digest goals. Because sometimes when we look at the big overarching goal, it can feel very overwhelming. And when we do that, we get into a state of paralysis because it's like, it's so big. I don't even know where to begin. I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do next. I don't know what the first step is. And so breaking things down into smaller bite-sized chunks that are easier to tackle it lets you get something done every day, but it also lets you build momentum. And I think that building momentum is so important because that starts to carry over. And so I can totally see how that creates a compound effect. So thank you so much for that recommendation, Mike. And that is one that is now gone onto my reading list for Amazon because I'm going to be downloading that one on my Kindle. Now, let me ask you something. As you're sitting here listening to this episode, how many of you are telling yourself a narrative right now that says, I don't have time to read? I'm too busy to read. Well, the next book recommendation that I have is specifically for you, and it's The Five-Second Rule by Mel Robbins. This was a book that I probably read about, I think last year, I think I read it last summer, and it absolutely kicked my butt. I mean, it was one of those ones that I was hurting a little after I was done reading it. Like, I was walking a little funny. Like, it legitimately kicked my butt. If you have a problem with procrastination, with productivity, with general time management, that book is going to change your life. The entire concept of it is this, five, four, three, two, one, do it. Just do it. Don't think about it. Don't wait. Don't give yourself an opportunity to make an excuse or to talk yourself out of it. You count five, four, three, two, one, and then you just go and you do it and you get it done. And it's such a ridiculously simple concept. Wow, does it ever work? So I Absolutely, I think that that one needs to go onto your reading list. The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. And you can also check out some of the TED Talks that she has done. Brilliant stuff. A number of years ago, I got introduced to an author. I think it might have actually been through Twitter. And his name was John Acuff. And he had written a couple of books for the Christian marketplace. And I found them to be very entertaining as somebody who's been in the church my whole life and who had previously worked as a youth pastor. But John started going through a transition in his books that I found very fascinating to follow. And it was a transition in his own entrepreneurial journey. And as he made that transition, moving into what was ultimately his entrepreneurial dream job, the quality of the books that he started writing totally shifted. It was a totally different kind of thing because now he was giving a lot of really practical, brilliant advice on the subject of entrepreneurship as somebody who was living it every day. And it's a John Acuff book that was recommended by Stephen Gonzalez. Listen to what Stephen has to say about Quitter. One of the books that I've read in my journey to becoming a full-time voice talent is Quitter by John Acuff. I'm a full-time IT guy, but I do have plans to migrate from IT to VO in a couple of years. And one of the key lessons that the book has for me is don't quit just yet. Instead, bridge the full-time and the dream job, as Akif calls it. In my case, the dream job is becoming a full-time citizen of the voiceover world. 
Now, I used to wake up at five o'clock in the morning. I get my younger daughter off to school, do my full time, come home and do my voiceover projects, and then go to bed around one or two o'clock in the morning and rinse and repeat. ACUF states that it might be better if I wake up a little earlier so I can work on my dream job first, my voice projects, and then do everything else. The reason why is because if I'm doing my full time first, my mind is actually on my VO projects. How many slides do I need to record? How many projects do I need to engineer? This means that my productivity at my full time could suffer because, frankly, my mind is just not there. Starting my day with my dream job, I have a better sense of accomplishment. And this gives me a sense of gratitude where I remember how productive I was on those projects and not the other way where I was thinking about, oh my goodness, what I need to do. And it also gives me a sense of excitement as to what I was able to accomplish in the morning when I had the most energy, which can then be applied to my full time, which can then make it more productive there as well. So it's a win-win situation. You know, many of us have plans to migrate from a full-time occupation into voiceover. And I think John Acuff gives a really cool way to bridge the two working aspects of my life so that when the time comes, I can make the decision more easily to move into full-time VO. This is a question that I get asked a lot. When is the right time to quit? When is the right time to make the shift from full-time day job to full-time VO? And I really appreciate Stephen making that book recommendation because I think if any of you are in that position right now, if you're doing voiceover part-time because you've got a day job, but your ultimate goal is to transition out and turn into voiceover full-time, Quitter by John Acuff is absolutely a book that you need to read because you are absolutely going to learn lessons in that. And one of the big things that I want you to remember in all of this is we tend to look for books that are about voiceover. And there are books about voiceover that have been written by voice actors and they have a lot of value. But opening yourself up to some of these other books by some of these other authors is going to create a massive shift in the way that you see, think, and, and do things. And I think that Quitter by John Acuff, definitely a great place to start. And then, speaking of start, after you've read Quitter, check out the book that followed that by John Acuff, which was called Start, which is another brilliant book. And I believe that it was John Acuff that originally got me connected with Donald Miller, who is another author that I love. And I've read Donald Miller's books from the very beginning. Blue Like Jazz was brilliant. Uh, for those of you that are familiar with it, maybe you've seen the movie. I actually have a production credit in the Blue Like Jazz movie because it was uh, like a GoFundMe type thing that made that movie possible. And I donated money to help make that movie possible because I really just believed in the book and, and believed in the idea of the movie. And Donald Miller, very similar to John Acuff, is another guy that I've watched go through a transition. Uh, Donald Miller wrote books in the beginning that were very much Christian themed and, and talking about his faith. And I respected that, again, as somebody who grew up in the church. But then Donald also started on his own entrepreneurial journey. And it's been fascinating for me, having read the books all the way along, to, to see, again, that transition that has taken place, that shift that has taken place in Donald Miller's life. And his most recent book was StoryBrand. And for those of you that have been following me for any length of time, you've probably heard me talk about the book StoryBrand. Every time somebody asks me for podcast recommendations, I make a recommendation for the StoryBrand podcast. It's one of my absolute favorite podcasts to listen to. And I've actually gone to Nashville and attended Donald Miller's StoryBrand conference. And so if you're looking for a little bit of help in the marketing department, StoryBrand by Donald Miller 
is absolutely a must-read book. And Jody Krangle actually talked about this one recently in the Facebook group because she read the StoryBrand book and it caused her to totally reevaluate her entire website. It caused her to totally look at all of the content and the way that the site was laid out and the information that was being presented on that website. And I totally get it because the exact same thing happened to me when I came home from the StoryBrand conference. It, it totally changed the way that I looked at the content that I was creating and the forward-facing materials that I was putting out there from a marketing standpoint. And it just generally changed my approach to marketing. And so absolutely recommend that one as well. StoryBrand by Donald Miller. And you can listen to the StoryBrand podcast as well because I think that one is great. The voice acting community is one of the most giving communities that you will ever encounter. On any given day, there is so much advice being handed out, whether it's through Facebook, through YouTube, through blogs, podcasts, other forms of social media. So many people are looking to help. And I believe that one of the reasons for that is because as we all get better at running our voiceover businesses, it's better for the industry as a whole. Here's the challenge. Just because somebody has a YouTube channel or a Twitter following or has the capacity to write a blog doesn't specifically mean that they're somebody that you should be taking advice from. So one of the things that I wanted to do was to compile a resource of people that I knew could be trusted and collect advice from them. I reached out to 35 industry mentors and I asked every one of them the same question. If you could give a voice actor one piece of advice, what would it be? I reached out to people like Joe Cipriano, like Pat Fraley, Nancy Wolfson, Joan Baker, Chuck Duran, Everett Oliver, J. Michael Collins, Mary Lynn Wisner, Jeffrey Umberger, and so many more. 35 people in the voiceover industry that I know, respect, and trust, and that I know will give good advice to you. I took all of this advice and I compiled it together into a free ebook called One Piece of Advice. And that ebook is available at markscottcoaching.com forward slash one piece of advice. This is an opportunity for you to learn for free from some of the most respected people in our industry to take their advice and use it to make yourself better and grow your voiceover business. You can download that free ebook now at markscottcoaching.com forward slash one piece of advice. Now back to our show. Now, if you want to talk about books that change perspectives, several years ago, I was introduced to this next book and I don't even remember exactly how I came across it, but after I read it, it was a book that probably had challenged my thinking at the time more than any other book that I had ever read. And so when I saw somebody share this book in the VOPreneur group on Facebook, I knew that it was one of the stories that I wanted to include in the podcast because I knew how profoundly this book had impacted me. So I knew that it was going to have a profound impact on somebody else as well. So I want to thank Bren Abdullah for sharing this one, listening to him talk about this book by Catherine Ponder. The Dynamic Laws of Prosperity by Catherine Ponder is a life-changing read. Now, many people associate prosperity with money, and each person is able to define prosperity in their own way. Prosperity is so much more than money. For me, it's how positively and abundantly balanced my life is in areas such as health, spirituality, family, relationships, career, finances, and more. The book states that the ultimate source of all prosperity is a loving, caring, rich, and nurturing God. 
Catherine Ponder makes the case that the Bible is one of the most definitive works on prosperity ever written. But what many of us were taught about money and prosperity simply isn't true. It's not the root of all evil. It's not dirty. And guess what? It's just as easy for a rich man to get into heaven as it is for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle. You're going to have to Google that one and find out where that metaphor has been misinterpreted for hundreds of years by many people for many reasons. Now, my experience with the book, and once again, I stress my experience because I guarantee yours will be different, is that when I focus on what I want in an optimistic, healthy, and appreciative way, from a place of gratitude and genuine thanks, realizing that everything comes from an ultimate source, and for me, like I said, that is a loving and prosperous God, more good comes my way. The Dynamic Laws of Prosperity by Catherine Ponder clearly outlines and explains irrefutable universal truths about health, love, success, and peace in a way that is easy to read, understand, and most importantly, take action within your life. I strongly recommend this book. I've purchased copies for my family, friends, and clients over the years. And I guarantee when you get yours, you'll love it just as much as I do. And if you don't, reach out to me at brentvoice.com and I'll send you a check for what you paid for it. I will. All right. But you're going to have to tell me why you didn't like it. When I first heard about the dynamic laws of prosperity and, and first started reading some stuff on prosperity, um, and maybe you're familiar with Randy Gage. Um, and if you haven't, look him up. He's got a great YouTube channel. And I've read some of his books as well. He talks about prosperity. And at first, I'll admit, I thought it was kind of like New Age Voodoo. I, I really wasn't into it because it some of it kind of felt like it went against what I had been raised to believe in the church. And so I didn't necessarily approach all of it with an open mind in the beginning. But after I read the book, so much of it made so much sense to me. And it really did cause a massive shift in my thinking. And so the dynamic laws of prosperity is something that I think is absolutely worth reading. And I love the offer that Brent has made. If you read it and you don't like it, he'll send you a check for the cost. I actually responded to him when he uh, sent me this clip for the podcast. And I said, I'm pretty sure that it's not going to cost you anything because I like him believe that when you read that book, you're going to love it. It's going to cause shifts in your thinking. It's going to force you to look at things from a slightly different perspective. So absolutely a book that I think that needs to go on your reading list. And the one lesson that Brent mentioned that I think that you got to take away from it is approaching life from a place of gratitude. And I admit that that is something that didn't come naturally to me for a really long time. And so that was a shift that had to take place in my life. And Several years ago, I made a point of creating that shift by writing a blog called One Good Thing. Every day for 365 days, this was my New Year's resolution. Every day for 365 days, I forced myself to write a blog post that talked about one good thing that happened to me that day. And it could have been something really major and profound, got a new job or got a raise or booked a big voiceover, or it could have been something as simple as I found a pen at Staples that is my favorite pen in the whole world, like whatever it was, but it forced me to end each day reflecting on my day. And regardless of how crappy my day might've been, I always was able to find one good thing. And doing that for a full 365 days, 100% shifted my perspective. It shifted my approach to life. It, it, it shifted the way that I looked at things and so I totally get that whole approaching life from a place of gratitude. In last week's episode, 
episode 19, which was having voice actors share their best piece of advice. We talked a little bit about the importance of learning to be an entrepreneur and learning some of the basic skills that go along with entrepreneurship, learning sales, marketing, customer service, social media. And one of the other things that I touched on was the importance of learning how to negotiate. One thing that you are going to have to do often if you're going to be a successful voice actor is you're going to have to negotiate. The client is going to come to you with a number and it's not going to match your number and you're going to have to start a conversation. Or you're going to throw out to a number to a client and it's not going to match the number that they had in mind and you're going to have to start a negotiation. It can't be avoided. And there are a lot of really great books that will teach you about negotiation and I think that they are absolutely essential for every voice actor to read. You should read at least one book on negotiation because I promise you, if you don't know how to negotiate, you are 100% leaving money on the table. No question about it. And so when Ripley Johnson shared this next book, I knew it needed to go into the podcast because I knew that it was an important one. Listen to her talk about Never Split the Difference. Mark asked me to tell you a bit more about a book that I read that really helped me a lot. It's called Never Split the Difference. It's by a guy named Chris Voss, V as in Victor, O-S-S, Chris Voss. He negotiated his way into the job as a police negotiator. And then he negotiated for the FBI. And then he negotiated at the very top levels of the FBI, where you're dealing with life and death, with ruthless gangs all around the world and all kinds of bad operators. Dealing with those kind of people... You learn how to get what you need to get. And for your business, you need to get better deals with your client than just splitting the difference. Going into the book, I thought that splitting the difference between what you want and what the client wants was the most fair thing to do. But let's say that the client thought you should wear sneakers and you thought that you should wear dress shoes because they were more appropriate. Okay, so you split the difference and what do you get? You get somebody wearing one sneaker and one dress shoe looking like an idiot. It's not the best solution for everyone just to meet in the middle. What you really need to do is to work the problem all the way through so that both parties are happy and both parties feel like they have won. And you can absolutely do that with the techniques he teaches you in the book. The number one question you should always be asking in every negotiation how am I supposed to do that? You'll find out why that question is so important, how to ask it, and how often to ask it. And you'll also get all of the extra information that comes with the discussion, like um, how to get your client to change their position, or better yet, their price in your favor, and think it was their idea to begin with. You'll learn how to embrace conflict, something that we all have problems with. Nobody wants to deal with conflict, but you'll learn to embrace it as a helpful starting point. You'll also learn how to apply your newfound negotiating skills, not just in business, but in your personal relationships too. It's called Never Split the Difference. It's by Chris Voss, V-O-S-S. He's also got some outstanding TED Talks out there too. You should search for those on Google or Bing or whatever you use. I love the idea of trying to negotiate to a place where both parties feel like they won. And as a voice actor, if you're constantly coming down on your rate in order to get the job, you're probably not feeling like you're winning, which can be really discouraging, which can make you want to not negotiate. And so 
the idea of negotiating to a place where both parties feel like they won. You got a rate that you wanted. The client feels like they're happy and they're getting the service that they needed. I think that's really important. So 100% add that book to your reading list. Never split the difference. I actually recently listened to a podcast with Chris talking about the book and talking about negotiation and pretty fascinating stuff. There's a lot to learn from that guy. Definitely one that you want to check out. So now it's my turn to share a few books that I think are really important reads. And these, some of them are, are a little bit older books, but still have a profound impact on my life and I think still can really impact you as a voice actor. And the first one is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Now, if you've ever seen a blog post or a podcast that talks about book recommendations for entrepreneurs, every single one of them, like literally every single one of them is going to have this classic by Napoleon Hill on it. And it is chock full of information that you are going to want to read over and over again. And in fact, I have. I think I've read the book three times now. Make sure that you take a lot of notes. And if you're skeptical about this whole concept of think and grow rich, and, and it's not quite as voodoo-y as it sounds, let me add this. I read this book for the first time in 2012, towards the end of 2012. And I started applying some of the principles that I learned as I moved into 2013. And by August of 2013, I had surpassed my entire income from 2012. And I'm not saying that it was entirely due to reading the book, Think and Grow Rich, but it was absolutely a big piece of the puzzle. Learning some of the concepts from the book, changing the way that I thought about things, changing the way that I approached things. And so I think this is one that absolutely needs to go on your reading list. And I think it's one that you need to read more than once. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Second one I want to recommend, and this is for all of you who say you don't have time to read because this book is 28 pages long. Like you can sit down and you can read this in an hour. Everybody has an hour that they can sit down and read a book. It is called As a Man Thinketh. This will be one of the best hours that you will spend this week. Possibly one of the best hours that you will spend this month or this year or maybe in your life. Because I absolutely believe that our thoughts have a profound impact on how we live our lives and whether we know success or failure. I just, I believe that that is true. I believe that our thoughts impact abundance and famine. And I believe that if you learn how to master your thoughts, it's going to change your life. Because if you are constantly thinking negative, that is going to carry across in the way that you operate your business. It's going to carry across in the way that you write your emails. It's going to carry across in the way that you do your marketing. It's going to come across in the booth, which is something that we learned in last week's episode as well with a tip that was shared by Janet Peters. And so learning how to control your thoughts can really have a life-altering effect, a business-altering effect, and it's 28 pages long, so I know that you can read it. As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. And the final book recommendation that I want to make is probably one of the most important books that I ever read as my business started to grow. Working in radio, I didn't make any money. And for those of you that have worked in radio, you know that there's not really a whole lot of money to be made. And so trying to quote unquote, manage my money when I was working in radio, it was actually a lot easier than I thought it was going to be because basically every dime that I made went to pay a bill. And there really wasn't anything left over after I was done paying for my rent and paying for my vehicle and paying for my insurance and, you know, paying my utilities and groceries. And so as my voiceover business started to grow, though, and more money started to come in, I started to realize that I wasn't really that great with money. And I absolutely believe in the concept that 
to those who can be trusted with little, little will be given. And to those who can be trusted with more, more will be given, which is a biblical concept. The book, The Richest Man in Babylon, absolutely shifted the way that I looked at money. And it absolutely made me a better money manager because I was awful in my youth. So it's got some very basic yet very brilliant principles. And when you put them into practice, I believe that they're going to have a profound impact on your financial situation. They had a profound impact on my financial situation. And I'm so grateful for that book, for finding that book and having the opportunity to read that book, The Richest Man in Babylon. So I know that there's been a lot of book recommendations that have been given out and maybe you've been trying to keep up with them all or maybe you wanted to keep up with them, but you're listening to this podcast while you're at the gym or while you're driving or while you're running or whatever. So I want you to know that every book that was mentioned in this episode is going to be included in the show notes for this episode. And so that's every book that I talked about, as well as the books that were shared by the Everyday Veopreneurs, Mike DeRoche sharing The Compound Effect, Stephen Gonzalez talking about Quitter by John Acuff, uh, Brent Abdullah talking about The Dynamic Laws of Prosperity, Ripley Johnson talking about Never Split the Difference. So make sure that you check out the show notes or you can go to veopreneur.com and click onto the episode for episode 19. And again, all of the books that I mentioned are going to be listed there and you'll be able to check all of them out. I strongly recommend that you add at least a couple of these to your summer reading list. What better thing to do? You're on vacation. Maybe you're sitting at the cottage. Maybe you're sitting at the lake or at the beach or maybe you're just sitting in your backyard on your front porch, whatever. Open up one of these books. Take the information that is being given to you apply it to your business and watch the shift that is going to take place. It is going to have a profound impact on you. I would not be where I am today in my voiceover business, in my coaching business, and even in my life and marriage without everything that I have learned from all of these books. Remember I said, I barely graduated from high school. I didn't have a college education. I learned how to be an entrepreneur, I learned how to run a business from reading books. Check out the show notes for episode 19. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I'll catch you on the next one. The Everyday Veopreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, you want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The Voice Sam Player does exactly that. Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoicesam and receive three months of Voice Sam for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoicesam. And sing. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more Vopreneur goodness? Jump online at veopreneur.com.